0: Happy day, Rosado Garcia with Y Jesus. Hoping that you are having a great day and that you are feeling the sunshine more than you have previously and that you are finding yourself smiling and feeling grateful about your family and loved ones. And about just being alive and knowing that you are a child of God so glad to be here with you once again we're still on the countdown to Christmas it is now December 19th so we will be going into Luke chapter 19 and I um, I'm excited that... It looks like I will be able to finish this quest of sharing the 25 days or 24 chapters of Luke counting down to Christmas um, with you guys. I'm excited because I want to say that this is the first time that I have been able to be so much more focused on my Savior during the Christmas season. And for that, I am incredibly grateful to be able to uh, maintain a little more focus on the um true meaning of the season. So excited to read this chapter with you. So let's start luke chapter 19 jesus came to save souls he gives the parable of the pounds he rides in triumph in triumph into jerusalem weeps over the city and cleanses the temple again and jesus entered and passed through jericho and behold there was a man named zacchaeus which was a chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be a guest with a man that was a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, I have the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, for so much as he also is a son of Abraham, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. And as they heard these things, he added and spake a parable, because he was nigh to Jerusalem, and because they thought that the kingdom of God should immediately appear. He said, Therefore, a certain noble man went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants, and delivered them ten pounds, and said unto them, Occupy till I come. But his citizens hated him, and sent a message after him, saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. And it came to pass that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him, to whom he had given the money that he might know how much every man had gained by trading then came the first saying lord thy pound had gained 10 pounds and he said unto him well well thou good servant because thou hast been faithful in a very little have thou authority over 10 cities and the second came, saying, Lord, thy pound had gained five pounds. And he said, Likewise to him, be thou also over five cities. And another came, saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound, which I have kept laid up in a napkin, for I fear thee, because thou art an austere man. Thou takest up that... That thou layest not down, and reapest that thou didst not sow, and he said unto him, out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant, thou knewest that I was an austere man, taking up that I lay down na down that I laid not down, and reaping that I did not sow wherefore then gavest not thou my money into the bank that I may my coming I might have a required mine own with ushery and he said unto them that stood by take from him the pound and give it to him that hath ten pounds and they said unto him lord he hath ten pounds for I say unto you that unto every one which hath shall be given, and from him that hath not, even that he hath shall be taken away from him. But those enemies which would not that I should reign over them, bring hither and slay them before me. And when he had thus spoken, he went before ascending up to Jerusalem, and it came to pass that he was a come nigh. By Bethphage and Bethany at the mount called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go ye into the village over against you, in the which at your entering ye shall find a colt tied, whereon yet never man sat. Loose him, and bring him thither. And if any man ask you, Why do you loose the Loose him, that shall ye say unto him, Because the Lord hath need of him. And they that were sent went their way and found even as he said unto them. And as they were loosening the colt, the owner thereof said unto them, Why loose ye the colt? And they said, The Lord hath need of him. And they brought him to Jesus. And they cast their garments upon the colt, and they set Jesus thereon. And as he went, they spread their clothes on the way. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen saying, Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it saying if thou hast known even thou at least in this day thy day the things which belong unto thy peace but now they are hid from thine eyes for the day shall come upon thee that thine eyes enemies shall cast a trench about thee and compass thee round and keep thee in on every side and shall lay thee even with the ground, and thy children with within thee, and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another, because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. And he went into the temple, and began to cast out them that sold therein, and them that bought saying unto them it is written my house is a house of prayer but ye have made it a den of thieves and he taught daily in the temple but the chief priests and the scribes and the chief of the people sought to destroy him and could not find what they might do for all the people were very attentive to hear him so once again so much to reconsider ponder think about and digest um so many good golden nuggets here to choose from Uh, particularly for me as i was reading this once again i am focusing on the fact that Jesus is all about his mission and all about completing that which he came to do. And he is training his apostles on what to do when he leaves. And they're still quite naive and not knowing exactly um, what he's saying when he's saying he's going to be scourged and killed and resurrected on the third day they they're clueless they have not a clue yet uh but he is guiding them and being an example unto them and all of us as to what his mission is about and so in this particular uh chapter um i believe he's talking to us on this parable where he says, he has blessed us with many talents and many um, blessings or or um, blessings of the spirit. And so he expects all of us to bring out those talents and to let them multiply and to let them testify of God and his love and um it just it the us testifying about God and Jesus Christ will come about because of all the gifts that they've given us and we are going to multiply um everything we do through those talents. And so you know the example says uh the one that he gave um that got 10 you know things done with the one talent uh, the one talent and then the other one that was you know did five things and then the one that didn't do anything with his talent so basically he said to All of you, I've given you so many talents. You need to multiply and bless the people with those talents. I'm going to come back and ask you what you did with those talents. And, you know, it's going to be scary if we didn't do anything with those talents. Um, But bottom line, he is wanting us to know what our worth and our value is and how much trust he has placed in us to help him do the work in gathering all of our brothers and sisters and so I hope that we will all rise to the occasion and not be like the unprofitable servant who didn't do anything with his talent because he knew that he was going to come back and ask for it and was not willing to take a chance at losing that, knowing that he was going to have to give that back. So that particular servant let fear guide his whole Process in life uh, he did not get much out of life because he never used that talent he didn't even do as much as taking it to the bank and letting it gain interest rate <laughs> and so you know I, I guess God is trusting us to know that through our talents and through The things he has blessed us with, we could live a plentiful, uh, joyful life and be able to help all those around us. And uh, if we don't do that, it's not because he didn't allow us, it's because we were too afraid to develop that talent into something greater. And so that's what I got out of that parable. And then, um, the reoccurrence of the fact that the Pharisees always, always point the finger at him for, um, you know, having, sitting down to have, um, a meal with what they call a so-called sinner. And once again, he rebukes them and tells them, hey, um. I've come in to find that which was lost. And so he keeps reaffirming what his mission is. And it's sad to see just how jealous and greed uh, from those around him uh, because he is so much greater than they are that they seek to destroy him he's not making them feel any less they are because they are just evil in seeking to find fault with him to destroy him and so i guess we will always have those people around us that are evil and always trying to point the finger at everyone and everything that we do wrong and how big of a sinners we are um and and those people, if we choose to believe them, they will make our life miserable. But that's where we have to use our talents and overcome and, and share those talents or the love of God with other people. And so I love that he always focuses on that. And then this is probably one of my favorite parts uh, is where uh, his entry into Jerusalem... Um symbolizing you know the king uh, has come to his own house and um and you know he was received by some people and by his apostles, and it was just a triumphal entry and then um he wound up casting out the money exchangers because he, you know, it was the temple and he said they had made the temple a house of thieves and so Jesus uh, will not look at us um, well as he did the exchangers if uh, we distort his mission and do it for gain and do it for money um, and sharing the love of God with others. So we need to do it for no other reason that they are brothers and sisters and Jesus wants us to share the plan with them, um, but n- not to take advantage of people and... Um, you know do things for greed and for exalting ourselves and so i love that about jesus um and how he says every place that he visits or every so-called sinner that he mingles with or um, blesses or restores um you know or heals um, he he usually says something to this effect um and jesus said unto him this, this day is salvation come to this house um or this day you know um salvation or love has come to your house he is a king that visits his people in their afflictions and restores them and gives them an opportunity to have a better life that was his mission for us to be able to make the most out of this life this trial period that we're in um, is meant for us to still enjoy and so he wants us to know that he is here to help us through this our trials um that we don't have to go through them alone. And so I am grateful for the Savior um, that he has so much love for all of us that he went through uh, what these wicked people put him through and, and how they killed him and just brought fake charges against him, all because he professed to be the son of God and because of all the power and authority that he had in blessing the people. And um, it is insane to think that people would want to get rid of someone that good, someone that benefits everyone in that way but I guess that happens more than we know we are seeing that currently play out in our own lives so you know we just have to do the opposite of what others are telling us to do uh, because we know that the love of God will prevail um, that men's love of money will not, or power will not prevail. And so I am ecstatic that he has that much love for us um, to bless us despite our imperfections. And so tonight I'm celebrating uh, the coming of the Savior as our advocate with the Father, the one that came to make our lives better, give us a, the hope that we need to go through the trials that we're going through. And so um, I am thankful for this particular chapter. And we're going to end here and let you hear uh, the hymn called Oh come, all ye faithful, because that is literally what God and Jesus Christ are calling us. They are calling us to come to them and let them bless us and help us through this life. And so with that, uh, this is Rosa Garcia uh, from Why Jesus Letting You Hear This Beautiful Hymn.